most of the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame from compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Bass Agenda. 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 This is R.I.U. and you're listening to Bass Agenda. to Base Agenda, episode 205, three-hour show for you this week. Kicking off in uh, part one of the show, we've got uh, Venezuelan artist, DJ and label owner, now based over here in uh, London, R.U., who's been making waves recently with his uh, collaborations with uh, Keith Tenniswood, aka uh, Radioactive Man, also through some great solo stuff. Recently started a, a label that's looking to be uh, busy with some great tunes in the uh, pipeline. The label's called No Static Automatic. Got a great interview with R.E.U. Nice selection of tunes for you. Plus a peek at uh, forthcoming 
the second collab release with Radioactive Man that he's got in the pipeline. In fact, we're listening to uh, one of those tracks right now, kicking off the show here. A track called Sounds Like Prince. Should be out around June, July time. In part two, really chuffed to have Des Williams back on the show in the mix. No secret, I'm a big fan of this guy. Had the pleasure of releasing an album by him on Base Agenda Recordings a little while back. He's always keeping busy. Recent EP out on uh, Woodwork Recordings. Lots of good stuff coming up. Enjoy the ride. Catch you a bit later on. Thank you. 
when when I was a kid, my da- my dad especially, he 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 used he used to be like a rock and roller, right? And uh, my mum mm. could play the piano like properly, you know. She she there's, there was always a piano at home. Yeah, yeah. But I've got early memories of, for example, my 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 earliest probably memory I have is my dad playing dwelling banjos from Deliverance on vinyl. Oh, yeah. You know, and always that started stuck in my head. Like that track, I used to love it. I, was, I still love it. And yeah. obviously, there was like Elvis and Chuck Berry and Johnny Cash, always, mm. you know. And then uh, growing up, I really got into reggae. Obviously, it's a Caribbean country, you know, like a lot of sunshine. There was a lot mm. of, you know, weed around. And uh, and I uh, was lucky to go to Jamaica because th- th- remember that um, it, it was hard. To, uh, you didn't get records in, in Venezuela. It was really hard to have, right. you know, access to technology, equipment, or anything like that. That was a mm. bit later on, like, but mm. probably, you know, at the end of the 80s, you know, like. Yeah. Right, right. But, but like, I'm, 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 I was lucky enough to go to Jamaica once, and uh, with my family, and uh, and uh, we found like a, it was like a small tent selling secondhand vinyl, mm. and uh, that that was an experience because my dad also said, "Look, stay <laughs> around." He didn't want me to, you know, go around because he knew what I could, you know, be getting in trouble <laughs> or you know going to. <laughs> buy some butts or whatever we I still yeah. found some anyway but like uh, going going to this to to this shop there was this rasta rasta guys like and and they would just like play this play that and I like uh, I still have those records like I mean I adore those records like Coco oh, Tea cool, Coco Tea Black Uhuru and you know some of the Marley stuff so like mm. I mean a, a, a big so music has always been around it, it has always been around and then in high school I Basically, we, my friends also, they were really into music, um, all sorts, right? But like, for example, yeah. Sonic Youth, and, you know, and, okay. and, and more, more like sub pop stuff and Nirvana, mm-hmm. all, all of that. We used to be really into that. Um, yeah, yeah. So I reckon, that, and then after that, we started like a high school band, which we we did quite well actually. Then we've, you know, we grew apart because everyone, you know, wanted different kinds of music and stuff. But mm. but we we did well for a bit. Yeah. So cool. this is when yeah. you were playing the Pixies and that, is it? Because yeah, I that was. I used to play loads. Yeah, we used to play covers of the Pixies and make music. We'd have our originals as well, but it was like playing Pixies, Nirvana. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah, mud honey was it? Co- I think you mentioned mud honey in your email. Yeah, mud honey as well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all, all of that, like for, like for example, Mother Love Bone, uh, Soundgarden. I mean, oh, I, I was really into that uh, for a bit, but at the same time, I was blown away. For example, yeah, with dub and reggae. You know, it was, mm. it was always quite open. You know, like mm. uh, I had, what was, I what was all, radio all, like back then? Did, was there much radio in Venezuela? That, well, no, there, there was, and this is this is this is the thing. Like I, I still have a friend. He was much older than us. He was like a guru to us, and he mm. was very experimental, right? For example, he was the one who introduced me to Can. And, and things like that. And uh, mm. he used to have a radio show. I think he used to co- be called, uh, oh, 
don't, don't remember their name, but like uh, Mata, Mata Montes or something like that, some weird name anyway. Right. Um, he, he, yeah, but he was a big influence, not only for me, he was a big influence for the whole city, this guy, right? Oh, wow. So okay. um, he used to be the guy, we used to go to his house and we, you know, he used to travel a lot and that's where you could actually mm. buy, you know, records and CDs and, you know, mm. cassettes and, you know, he used to travel a lot. So we always used to go to his house just to play. He used to play basically music for us, you know, so that he was a yeah, big yeah. interest. It was hard because I remember my my mum my and dad they're academics right like they mm-hmm. you know they they were always ah oh, you need to you need to like learn you know you need to have a career you know you need to yeah, uh, yeah. you know because um, uh, they always knew I wanted to be a musician but obviously it was difficult especially back home you know they 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 there's still much there's not much opportunities there there's not many studios you know it's mm. it's a completely different scene a pop for when we started basically mm. we brought techno and breaks and electro especially starting mm. in, in caracas which was the main capital city but then it, to, my, to our city we brought we was me and my friend mm. and maybe a couple of other guys who brought and started doing parties for i don't know 10 15 people you know okay Mm. And uh, and uh, and I participated in experimental stuff as well, like you know, actually making noise and right. you know, I used to play the roads for a uh, roads the roads uh, keyboard as well for okay. some experimental bands and you know, mm. uh, and then uh, well and then obviously where it's, it was when the the rave came, you know, and the and the electronic music came and we started basically i mean the first part is obviously we went to miami because it was the shortest trip for us like right okay and, uh, yeah. um, i mean remember going obviously shopping for vinyl there and mm. and that's where obviously all these you know like um miami bass influence and uh, we sure, used to chase sure. danny days as well like to see where he was playing there was lots oh, of yeah. clubs and used to you know, there was a massive club called Space. They used to sometimes have Danny mm. Days outside, and and uh, and you know, and, and that's how we said, "Look, we need to get some turntables, basically." You know, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly how it was. You know, we started buying music. I also went to Ann Arbor, uh, which is in Michigan, very close to Detroit, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and my brother went for an English to just to learn English, basically. And uh, and also I was exposed to a lot of music there, and I was obviously blown away. Yeah, I remember yeah, sure. that John Spencer Blues Explosion was playing. Um, oh yeah, 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 which is a great, wicked band. Some of their stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're great. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, I, the only opportunity we had to buy music is when we used to travel. Then we used to get copies of cassettes and stuff at home mm. from all the friends and stuff. Like yeah, that, yeah. You know? So you're coming home with suitcases for the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but pretty much. Like, for the vinyl like, almost, almost the little cash I had was just, you know, CDs, vinyl, yeah. or whatever, you know, whatever yeah, I could man. get, really. Cool. So um, yeah, that 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 pretty, and, and like I said, like rock. When I I remember my friend, we used to well listen to a lot of uh, you know Two Lap Crew, um, Fat Boys, you know all mm. Miami, Miami bass, and, mm. and 
started, you know, then then well, obviously electronic music yeah. came, you know, more really diverse stuff. Then, man, that's that's you know, I, I still do, I still yeah, yeah. you know collect. I I still like you know buy lots of you know all sorts of music, you know, like uh, mm. my yeah, collection same. is not only you know like electro. No, I mean I lo- I'm a blues man, and uh, that's why when I saw your video, I said, oh my good man, because uh, <laughs> I mean for me, for example, Howling Wolf for me, he was like, oh, man, oh yeah, my yeah. god. Like that, that, that actually taught me then how to actually play properly, like guitars and bass. Understand? Because, mm. like, uh, I don't know if I, I mentioned this um, when we had a chat before. Like, I uh, knowing the pentatonic scale, then you knew the notes where you know what goes with what. So yeah, that yeah, that yeah. really helped. And then look, after I've learned that, I immediately understood the piano and and you know and the other instruments just by mm. by 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 learning the blues really. Yeah, it's a foundation, so, isn't it? Once you've yeah, got we, that, you're, exactly. You're, you're up and running. Yeah, man. And yeah, not cool. only that, it's so simple, but it can be so different at the same time using the same using the same chords you know you know mm. you, you, you say if you use the three chords you, you can still make it different and this is why these people were amazing you know like yeah and sure. the, the rhythm they used to get from just you know basic riffs were, yeah, were yeah. pretty much incredible you know yeah I love all that old stuff. I just love the fact that they were they were all doing it for the first time. You know that that well, that must exactly. have been such a buzz. You know, being the first when, person to put that shit together. Yeah, I get a hundred percent. You know, there's Crazy. nothing. I, I I don't. Well, I don't think we ever had that feeling. You know, that doing something for the first time like that. No, well, I mean, we had the rave scene, but I mean, I think that was probably the last the last time really. Well, that that is true. Nineties, yeah. I guess, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, but even then, it wasn't that wasn't unique. I mean, disco and that had done something similar beforehand. So. Yeah, well, true, yeah. true. But like, uh, well, yes, you're completely right. Well, especially New York and '54 and all of that. But like, they just um, didn't have ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they just didn't have it. More like blowing. Like you know, it was probably a different kind of vibe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. edgy. More chemicals. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. dance moves, really. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> it's the beginning of a new and excitingly different story. Magnesia. 
amnesia, like milk and magnesia. trigger before oh you uh, haven't oh man well like, or, 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 i don't think i have anyway if i have it was a long time ago and i was probably in a bit of a state so, uh, <laughs> probably, look, you know what i'm pretty sure you have because i mean I probably, it was yeah. it, it was it was a big thing like i mean like that was probably 90 something isn't it 92 93 maybe yeah, something like that yeah, yeah but that was that was one of the things that you you know you came always like digging you come across obviously it's a big 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 track now i mean i mean mm. a lot of people know this but i mean it was that it's like a machine gun isn't it and he's got that ravey 90s ravey thing you know in the middle so it's like yeah. pretty pretty special it's a track perfect perfect example of that style man it's just got it all well, no, exactly and exactly that that for me was like wow like i want to make things like this you know mm. and, uh, and 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 at the same time he's he's still updated isn't it it's up to date it's not like you know so like obviously yeah, maybe the mastering you know things have changed obviously but but you know it's still a, it's still a track the vibe, that, uh, the vibe of it is still yeah real, yeah you, you play like, every time i have the chance i play in in, in the sets mm. and you know it always works yeah. you know and a lot of people are kind of going back to that sound at the moment, yeah. man, I think, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, true, you know. true. So, Stratosphere, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah. No, I really dig that, man, that's really cool. Yeah, I don't, I, it's it kind of familiar, but I don't, I've definitely not got it anyway, let's put it that way, until you sent that thing over. Um, I'll find a copy for you, mate. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, that'd be I'll cool, probably man. have two copies of that, I'm, I'm yeah, very happy. I'll, I'll have a look, I mean, I'm still like, I still have <laughs> some records in the loft, because, you know, I moved to... Yeah, yeah, I moved here. I had to build the, the, you know, furniture to put the records. And my my partner said, "Look, you're not going to put all your records here because I want yeah. to put some stuff in the shelf." But That's now she says, "You know what? You can you can bring them down." So like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, yeah. you're a proper record collector when you spend your life unpacking, man. <laughs> oh, man, I've done it. Not only that, it's like so many. You know the you know the Tesco bags. The you know that they they got out for. Um, you know, to recycle the the ones that have, to avoid plastic, they got these massive no, Tesco like bags. The, so they're the perfect for yeah, they're yeah. perfect for, for for transporting yeah. records. So man, every time I had to move that, 
my bag was gone for weeks you know yeah they add yeah. up man i mean I, I i use those bags as well funnily enough when i sell records i kind of go to the post office i take them in, i take them in one of those bags yeah, they're great and, uh, they're perfect <laughs> they're just made for it man i don't think yeah so. i know not only that they're really well like <laughs> they hold a lot of weight so you know yeah it's probably the best thing tesco's have ever done they don't even know about it huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. so oh. uh so yeah, stratosphere. That's cool, man. On LFO, man, we've got to talk about that because it's just fucking. Well, you, well, you you also you, you obviously know all his stuff, right? Oh no, yeah. Like, and but but this track, but in particular, this so you know it was so influential. No, or, no, no, I'm not saying to me only, but you can listen to so many tracks that that could actually have a bit of this song of this song this track especially yeah, you know it sure. influ- influenced so many so many artists you know mm. and obviously it was that sound as well right uh yeah. but but yeah that i re- those those tracks i remember i mean they they, they 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 you know it's like a splinter in your head they they just stay in there you know yeah, the yeah. kind of tracks you go to bed and you still have them especially when you have been raving yeah that's the first it t- yeah you're, <laughs> you still, know, you're you... still dancing to it in bed yeah i know the way. <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. and the bass on that i forgot i mean you know i it's a while since i've listened to it and i, I put it on again the other day after you after you sent your, yeah. your list over. I was like, fuck, I've forgotten how massive the bass is on that thing. I know, I know. If you play it's that crazy. on sound system, it's fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, I've heard it played out, and it, it, it I mean, yeah, as you say, in, in the right place, that's, that's the... No, it's still, know, still massive, isn't it? Yeah, gotta, I know. Got to check your bowels, you know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly, it's one of those. Yeah. yeah, you're completely right, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. So when, how did, when did you first come across that track, man? When, when did you kind of? Well, was I it, think was it that, at a party. Yeah, like I think it was a party. Yeah, like you know, like yeah. uh, and uh, if that was probably. Well, I think it's probably sort of the same time, 92, 93, you know, like, uh, probably, I, don't, yeah. I probably got the vinyl probably in Miami or somewhere like that, you know? Right. Um, uh, but, like, yeah. yes, but remember, like, I seen probably the first time I listened to it was on a rave played by one of these people that we, I don't remember which exactly which artist, was probably one of these um, English artists that we brought Mm. to play in Venezuela and I was like straight away you know like obviously there wasn't a smartphone so it was like the the, the other thing is like you know it was was funny like oh can I check your records what you have in your bag because we didn't have the access to it right Mm. so every time they used to come and say hello and it was good because they used to come back home after for the after party and then we could actually talk about each song and like each you know oh my god this is great and obviously you you take your notes you so like um yeah, yeah yeah but like yeah i always remember that on a big sound system is it's, it's still massive isn't it yeah it is L- lovely lovely yeah, track yeah, yeah, yeah. you're listening to deep space radio Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, and then we've got some stuff by UR. Well, like, um, like I said, uh, I think Underground Resistance was more like shopping around when I was close to Detroit, to be honest, you know? Uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember what time was that, what year was that, but, uh, I mean, I think after, what, was the Sonic EP the first one, wasn't it? No, that's the second one, Sonic EP. Um, but like the whole catalogue, I mean, I came across first of all by just by digging and asking in shops, you know, um, like, yeah, yeah. you know, and then obviously uh, you, you you look into into what they were like and, the, and what were they going through. Same as mm. Drexia, for example, you know, mm, yeah, uh, yeah. like, you know, the, this is this is what I like about this, for example, Drexia and Underground Resistance. It was, uh, first of all, what they were going through, right? Like all the political and racism and all the, 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 the recession that were they were going through. It was the, it was a way mm. to escape as well, you know, like escape, escapism from, mm. you know, they were creating these alter egos, to call it that, when, and, uh, and this story. Behind yeah. it, which uh, which I try to also do with the label as well. You know, when we do when when I make the music, I always think about a theme or something. You know, but mm. I think that's massively massively influenced by that. You know, mm. um, but like for example, uh, not the Sea Dweller, the Quest. You know, where you know the story about like you know the the slaves on the on the boat yeah. and, oh. and all this uh, Afro aquatic. Yeah, you know, man. That's and, and then that, that that was pretty 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 amazing. And obviously, obviously, Robert Hood, Jeff Mills, and uh, yeah. who, who was the other one? Uh, Matt, Matt Mike was the other one, wasn't Mike, it? The first. Mike Banks, yeah, 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 exactly. So like, uh, at the same time, you know, you were, were listening to tracks of you know of 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 themselves as well. But mm. um, yeah, mm. I, I still I'm 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 still a massive fan of of both, basically. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Drexia yeah. just got out not long ago. I think it was last year. The comic book of it. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, uh, I did. I don't know if you you might you might want to check it out. I I interviewed Abdul Kadim Hack, who who did the the illustration and the story and everything. Oh my god, man, it's um, beautiful. Isn't there's it? a Dre Drexia episode I did, which is an interview with him, which was just before the book came out. Oh my god! Uh, like, it's really interesting, man. I'll send you the link for that if you're interested. Yes, please do. Yeah, yeah. There's an I interview mean... with James Stinson at the end as well, which is oh. a, a friend of mine did years ago, which is which is kind of. I mean, this is not a great recording, but we we did our best with it. Yeah, I'll send you the link, man. You might find that interesting. But yeah, the books. Have you did you get the comic book? Yeah, yeah, I got the comic book. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing, I isn't a, it, man? We're a big fan of comics when when I was young as well. Right, right. And uh, but but yeah, the 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 artwork is pretty special pretty special yeah you know? yeah really um, good stuff yeah yeah really good stuff so like you know all the sea dweller and all of that i mean uh, like, you know you, you you obviously you know all of this but but but, but I, what i really loved about underground resistance also they were apart from being raw and really like true right like also they were playing with i don't know for example what's that track it's got like um like an accordion in the middle i think it's uh, either the swamp or um, it's called the swamp. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's um. And then suddenly it's boom, 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 boom. It's just a baseline, like really driving swamp, bass. swamp, swamp thing, is it? The swamp blue, the swamp thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. suddenly it's got like an accordion in the middle. There was these people who were doing everything, you know. Like it wasn't just like electronic. They were just like doing yeah. like proper jams. And there was like footworks was another track that was amazing, right? Isn't it like? 
Yeah, um, I mean, well, there's just so much. So well, much. exactly. They say pretty much everything was, mm. you know, it, it was good. Yeah, really. I mean, even some of the like the really mellow house stuff, like Timeline. Ah, it's just lo- lovely stuff. Exactly. You really know, nice, like, man. Yeah, the, yeah. the four by four stuff as well. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're, they were pretty, pretty, pretty amazing stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. and uh, like I like I, I very influential. I still play them with new music when I make my mixes as well. I always like to you know draw the old oldies in there like uh, mm. um, but you know, as you know you know they're really powerful uh, tracks Mark Flash of Underground Resistance, and you're listening to Base Agenda.
As soon as the racing died, and it, and it died for obviously political reasons, and not only that, there was violence after the race, which was like, you know, the, the gangs used to start going to the parties, and you know, it got a bit uh, nasty, you know? Like, uh, right. I remember the, one of those parties, I don't know if it was, who was playing, it was a big guy playing, maybe Carl Cox or someone. I think I remember someone got shot outside on the parking space and see, and then after after was that, that drugs, was that a drugs thing? Well, yeah, I, I reckon yeah, because the thing yeah. is like it started on a, on a really nice, it was a very nice scene, but then got so big, um, mm. you know, I'm talking like I don't know, parties were like from five to ten thousand, or you know, people. yeah, starts to attract and, attention and, from yeah, different. and then and then yeah, and then obviously the army was after it, and everything started to slow down. Right, right. Um, so mm. yeah, uh, and then I, I came. And they, one of the reasons I came to England, it, it was that I said, "Look, I want to go and learn how to do this." Basically, you know. Oh, okay. You yeah, know, yeah. Like uh, I had, I brought DJ from from England to to play uh, at the parties, and then I was just mm. like, "How do how do you do this? And what do you use?" It was Cubase what they were using, and you uh, know, how do you, you know, and like uh, uh, over there, we didn't have any any any. Well, I mean, we didn't have the access of these programs. You know, no, what I mean? sure. And did you know you knew people over here because of you booking through? Yeah, I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew some people. I knew some right. people, but I remember I, as soon as I um, arrived to England, I uh, lived with a few people that were already making music. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Dark Mark used to play the te techno, and you know, and. Uh, uh, who uh, Roland the Bastard used to live there as well, and uh, anyway, they had their studios there, and and uh, well, uh, and also I lived with Jerome for a bit, and uh, anyway, mm. I, as soon as I landed here, like I was straight into like you know all the, the, the well, I was friends with Simon Brown and, and, and all mm. that Lord Keith, mm. that that was my first group, and then obviously. Uh, 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 got more into oh man these guys really know their shit and uh, you know and yeah, it was a, a, a big push you know because uh, it, when you were surrounded by all these people that know what they're doing you know especially it, I was so behind because we didn't have the access back home like yeah, yeah. It, for me for me it was like paradise you know like perfect it, teach perfect teachers though man those guys you know no, perfect teachers but also a lot of respect and, and to be honest a bit shy and my confidence wasn't big as well because i was like fucking hell this this music man like you know <laughs> like and i and i was going to the right parties i mean i all used to go to the all the old TV first teachers and the ugly funk and all of you know well since glade and all of since basically the last 15 years it was basically full-on mm. just basically getting into all of this Talk about your tracks then, man. So Data Theft was off the collab with Keith, right? That was on the... Yes. This track, especially, is, mm. uh, is 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 a complete jam. 
this was you know mm. me jamming with a with a with um um Moog making like the playing the you know the riffs and he was like with the yeah. 303 and obviously the 808 going and then obviously the edits but I mean the pretty much the whole EP was done like that I mean he was mm. it was pretty special I mean like uh, and he he's done very, very well actually which I was surprised obviously because you know you know at that time I didn't have any releases on on electro mm. releases you know mm. and um and obviously, I think uh, it pushed it pushed me out as well, you know. To to but you know that's when okay, look, Kirsty said, why don't you start your own label? You have yeah, all yeah. this music, you know. But you know, mm. like to be honest, working with Keith is one of my favorite things. You know, like mm. I mean, uh, it, the pandemic's been been hard because I haven't been able to actually go, you know, and. Yeah, go make yeah. some music in Hastings, which is where where we go and rent the studio, and yeah, uh, yeah. which uh, there's one probably coming soon. Uh, you know, now that people are getting together. But like I said, with him, it's just uh, you know, it's always mm. a nice, uh, memorable session. You know.
got a second collab with him coming around. Yeah, before can we coming out? That, June, that July be, time. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, I'm waiting for the test pressings. You know, I mean, right. obviously, everything's taking ages. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm pretty proud of this one coming with him because it's uh, the story about this one is basically. Um, we were on our way to Houghton uh, the last time Houghton was happening. Uh, mm. Remember the big wins or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then I said, well, like I'm staying the weekend here with you. Let's go into the studio. Pretty much we did all the stash and all the dry, all the, all the alcohol we had in the studio. <laughs> recorded, <laughs> these, recorded these tracks. And, and uh, he, 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 you know, like again, that studio has the Prophet, it's got the Pro One. It was mm. like we were replacing the disappointment of the cancellation of the festival, and we basically, you know, put all, all that energy that we had into into the studio. Yeah. So, yeah, that, no, that, nice. it was called the Houghton Blues, actually, the, the Holy P.
This is Dave Clark and you're listening to Bass Agenda. the studio I mean it's just it feels natural for me to just do electro and you know like uh, it's mm. it, it flows better than me trying to do for example techno or something like that but I still do weird weird stuff with guitars and you know down in lower BPMs and you know yeah yeah slower slower stuff but um, I I have a project that, or I used to have a project called the dice and uh, which is why I recorded most of this old music but I got fed up and then uh, I didn't have the you know the money also to you know I want to because I like to finish for example if I can obviously not now before I used mm. to basically hire the studios you know like Laurie studio which is curve which is where Keith works yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, because uh, the, the the amount of equipment uh, this guy has is incredible, so I just yeah. like, basically, <laughs> and that's how, and, and also I started making lots of music with Keith is because 
uh, he used to work there, and they said like, I used to take it, I used to take music to mix there, and mm. obviously Keith is a you know really good at mixing, uh, and then. Yeah, let's man. Uh, when we just started jamming, hey, let's hire this shit and fucking, you know, like. I tell you what would be good to do, man, because I, 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 I had a feeling you'd done a lot more music than this project. Yeah. Um, might be good to get a couple of things on the show that that go back a bit further, actually, as well, man. If you're if you're cool with that. Yeah, that that. that um, I mean, nice I'm, to tell I'm the glad, story I'm, that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad to send some stuff around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it no, doesn't no, have to no, be but, electro or. I mean, if it's fucking if it's reggae or whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't bother me. And the great Josie, yes, Nicodemus, the liquor shark man. Watch how we are not talking our foundation. 1992, when we start get with flow, we start me go tune and start do some more show. Turn out like a code, your maxims are where we go. That's when we start the year with Westbrook on the radio. It's 1992, and we the place I talk about. Never rip me over, not Westbrook, them love me over. So, such a record, check me out and say the suit of the promotion. Cities and nations I'm the one in the year of celebration Play this for the Eatbound Station
Sister Liza, Sister Carol, Brigadier the General, General Echo and General Trees. Yes, Charlie Chaplin and the great Josie. Yes, Nicodemus, the liquor shot man. Watch how we are touching in our foundation. Shows Black Hole, which was off your first, yeah, label's first release, yeah. Yes, um, mm. uh, very sci-fi, you know. I uh, yeah, that's yeah. the way, uh, uh, especially this. Uh, I uh, I'm in love with this baseline. I'm not trying to big up myself, but like I don't know how the fuck he came up to be honest, because <laughs> you know those those uh, you know those accidents that they yeah, become, man. you know, happy so, accident. Yeah, no, and it's 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 got it's moody and it, and actually the video is quite quite nice. My my little brother Daga did the video and and it's it's basically pure sci-fi. But yeah, that no, that, look, oh, that I um on that on that EP, I, I don't know if you have it, but if not, I will send it. You know, but there's a, there's a, the rest of the tracks are quite decent as well. You know, like um, yeah, yeah, no, I've got it. Yeah, I've got the whole thing, man. It's yeah, I mean, I like I like it. I mean, that was that got my attention straight off yeah um to be honest man it was a lovely also a, a green slimy vinyl color yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah something yeah. a bit different man yeah yeah, yeah no and like uh, so yeah. yeah and that 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 well like you say it was is, is the beginning of non no no study ultimate
This is Assembler Code. You're listening to Base Agenda.
So then the next one, and this is probably the, the reason we are talking, is because of this track, man. This is the, the Battle Royale. Yes. When I heard that, I was like, right, fuck it, I need to speak to this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's a monster, man. That's congrats, coming up. That's congrats. coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, mate. I mean, uh, that 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 also, you know, when uh, he. Well, the story about this was basically I was um, booked to play a couple of gigs in Buenos Aires, which was pretty amazing. My friend sorted that out, and, I, mm. and um, uh, it was December two years ago, maybe. And uh, the first thing I asked, I, 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 well, I asked him, look, what's you know, I want to go and I'm gonna have loads of time. I mean, is there any studio? And then he pointed this studio that apparently is, it was like really famous because. Um, a lot of people have been there and, and and not only that it's basically an analog he heaven basically okay is mm -hmm. i got there and um, it's called la, la siesta del fauno okay. uh, which means i don't know like uh, the nap of the fawn you know if that mm -hmm. makes sense the form okay. like you you know like a shakespeare fawn or whatever anyway right. oh, okay. um so i got there and uh, I only had one day, obviously it wasn't cheap, so I said, okay, I'm gonna also record as much as I can. Um, and uh, it's run by this electronic band called Klaus, right? They're quite big over there, they experimental okay. electronic, they're really quite, they're quite good, actually. And so then I, uh, I got there and I was like, oh my God, I mean, first of all, what the fuck am I gonna use here? Because uh, they had so so much gear there. Honestly, like, I mean, I never seen anything like it. And then he said, "Okay, what do you want to plug?" And I, I said, "Well, plug as much as many as many as you can on the mixer, basically." You know. So that's what we did. You know, we 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 we, we plugged in the like the modular Moog modulars, which I never used before. You know, they had the. The sequences where you can you know do your steps, it was fucking fantastic. And we had the mini moves, we have uh, uh, you know like vintage stuff and all the classic stuff. Anyway, I got mm -hmm. there and straight away I started jamming, like recording loads of takes and you know having things at the same time, running up and down the studio like all right. I've got the, the drums ready. Then I went to record the parts. Then I went to, you know, the, the Pro One, and like and that's that's what I was doing. And mm. the, the the guy um, helped me with the engineering. He, obviously, he was on the mixer, right? Right. And uh, Battle Royale basically was done by with the mini Moog and actually changing the frequencies, you know, quickly, you know, and then yeah, yeah. it was put through a. a, a a, a even tie distortion actually it was called it's the piece called hibernation mm. is because it, i thought it was like a nation of i don't know straight away and this probably can sound a bit obviously electric or cheesy or whatever but it was a wake it was if like a, a nation of cybers were sleeping and then they just wake up to you know for, to a battle you know, mm, okay. uh, and, and, and this is why it was the big battle to bring peace, you know, and that, that was the whole story behind the, 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 the whole album, you know, but Battle Royale, and as you can see, it's quite, quite, I actually didn't recall all the sounds of that track. I recorded the main bass line, the, you know, the, the, the growly, you know, mm. the, the, the crunchy basses, you know, all the move, but then uh, mm. the other main sound was recorded then here in, 
in, in, in, in London. Uh, you know, I, don't, I think I used uh, Noctotrack or something to do so. Unexpectedly, it's been the track that people have lo loved the most, you know, from, mm. from, from the whole EP.
Viral XKP. That's on. Is that the same EP? Is it? Yeah, that's the same EP. Um, yeah, you uh, chose that. I love, I love that track. To be honest, I, I think, I think to be, to be completely honest, that's probably my favorite track. It's just because of the bassline that comes. It's a very liquid, liquid, uh, soundy, soundy track. Because I played mm. loads of like liquid sounds, and, and uh, this is supposed to be the escape of a virus, you know, a virus escaping, you know, right. obviously re relevant to the time or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, but like. Um, it was quite liquid, and then it, then there's this riff bass line that comes in the middle that almost changed the whole vibe of it, and then goes mm. back to it. So mm. uh, to be I honest, like that, that, man. That, it keeps, that keeps things interesting to have that little diversion kind of thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, that, 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 that also. Um, like I said, I was recorded with uh, you know with uh, probably those modular modular moogs they have over there, you know, and. Uh, and uh, um, in, 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 in Buenos Aires, in this studio, but there was another keyboard I used. I think it was called the JJP, if I'm not... It was something i never seen before. It was quite vintage as well. So there's mm. some sounds of, of, of that keyboard right. in there as well, you know?
hope you're enjoying the show. I'll tell you later on how you can get the full track list, of course. Gone through a lot of RAU's material, had a look at his influences. Now it's time to check out a couple of tracks that have impressed him lately. Kicking off with something that I know uh, several people have said was the track of last year from Ben Pest. Well, well, let's talk about Vim Vigor, yeah, because this release that he did, especially it's a, a, a purely electro release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when I've heard it for the first time before it was released, I mm. said to him, I want this, please, like, but it was already taken by by, by this other uh, 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 label, awesome. But I had the, the, right. the, the release ages ago, you know, before it was, and I, I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, honestly, this, <laughs> this is, pretty look it is pretty incredible you i don't think i mean obviously all of his stuff is pretty good you know the way mm. i mean he's quite technical with that like i mean the way he uses his octo track you know he's like 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 you know he's quite well i, I love him anyway but but this this especially this ep has uh, influenced me in a way because like First of all, I'm, I, I, how the fuck did you do this sound? And you know he's very into modular stuff as well now, and you know, yeah, and yeah. Uh, like, uh, but this EP especially, that is the perfect example of a conversation between machines. You know, it's like Definitely. it will the 303 line because it's a 303 line he was like mm. like no he was like it's so like like you know as well hammering right and then there's this all the sound which obviously is like a, some kind of filter that comes in and out but it's like a well swallowing you like whoa you know it's like i was like benji how did you do that and he was like oh that was probably this and this and this and that you know but you know i don't like to ask many questions because you know but like but yeah, yeah. i I'm, I'm i'm i think that for me was the best record of last year you know like uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have to say uh in electro i mean i haven't heard anything like it you know so yeah. far basically no you're not you're not the first to say it man there's a few people who have said the same thing for sure yeah 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 no it's cool man yeah, that's yeah. the one. But yeah, I mean it's a nice EP, but that one, that one just that's, that's yeah. Well, that's exactly yeah. That's that's this. Uh, and then yeah, yeah. there's this stretchy bit when the sample comes. Like, <laughs> it's like going into a K-hole, you know? Like okay, here we go. You know? I thought you were about to do Charlie by uh, the Prodigy then. Yeah,
And I well, chose obviously well you another probably, legend. Uh, another, another legend. Uh, and it's uh, a nice track. Yeah, very nice track. I mean, I think uh, again this year's one of his latest favorites. I mean, mm. I. I actually, well, he did a remix for the first NSA one um, of, um, oh, a yeah. of a track called Arvor Speech Sound. It was a sample I found from a guy, Savvy, uh, I think it was some guy from Eastern Europe talking about the, the, the power of sound. Anyway, that was the track he chose to remix. Right. And, and uh, it's a pretty, pretty good remix. But anyway, this track um, from the Avoidant um, yeah, record, yeah. isn't it? Syncopated um, automated. Yeah, syncopated automated. Uh, yes, well, like I, I, I was also. This is like proper, proper. Like, you know, you got all mm. the things you need. I actually. Yeah. Uh, he was asking for the copy of the vinyl, which I thought I posted of the, the remix he did, and then I, I had, I took the opportunity. I said, "Mate, how do you do this sound, right?" Mm. Uh, which is, is basically. Is is the bass sound that starts like going up and up and up, and, you know, like the main the main bass, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's got something. I still he he look. He said he put it. He put the sound through a vocoder. You know, I still don't know how he did it. To be honest, you know, because I uh, you know I have put things through my vocoder trying to you know like oh my god just to try to do things like but it was completely. I mean, blew my mind. And but he said mm. so he sent mm. me a, a screenshot of the session. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, like, <laughs> it was like, you know, like, pretty, you know, production-wise, you can tell, you know, you can see the all the automation of the of the every channel and everything. It was like yeah. a pretty, like a highly skilled job, like a he's surgical He's a magician, job. man. He's, he's a, a fucking, he's a, he's a magician. Man. It, it is, you know, and, uh, and not only that, a nice blog, he replied straight away, he explained me how he did it, you know. And uh, like uh, like uh, like you know, it's another of my of my favorite artists. You know, like um, it's, since uh, what was it, uh, Silicon Scally? You know, I remember ten years ago he was getting you know different yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like I think it was on gasoline. Was it was a label called gasoline? I think. Anyway, yeah, uh, I, mean, I, I was just so listening many. not long ago, listening to his old Silicon Scally stuff, and uh, it's pretty mental stuff. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it does some really nice, I mean, um, you know, some really nice melodic stuff. I mean, he cover, he's, he's just very good at all of it. Really. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 yes. he's, just, he's one of those people who just seems to be able to do, you know, you name it, he can, he can, he can do it. And, and he does it at a level that most people don't get to, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, no, it's, 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 it's basically his production is uh, the highest, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, way up. I mean, there. highest. I mean, like, I mean, uh, you, you I, from the screenshot, I, I could tell it's like, oh my god, I need to fucking do more work, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah so it's it. quite inspiring, really. To yeah, be yeah, cool. No, that's yeah. cool, man. I love that. I love that track. That's a great, that's a great track. Hello, this is Carl Finlow, and you're listening to Base Agenda.
I know you mentioned in your, your emails, I think you've done a, you've got a remix for Alex Jan. Uh, yeah, I've got a remix for Sensor. It's, uh, it's a remix of one of his tracks, Climbing Hard Harness. I know you've mentioned uh, NSAO, uh, NSAO3's uh, coming up. Yes, we got um, uh, mine coming up, obviously, the, um, and we're waiting for the vinyl, hopefully it should arrive any day now. Then we have uh, the one uh, with Keith, I'm going to do a DG one in between uh, Houghton Blues and, 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 and NSA 2, and then I'm waiting for Benji uh, to send the tracks for NSA 4, then I've got, uh, on top of that, I've got Chronos Device. But obviously, mm-hmm. I said to them, "Look, this could take a bit of time because I've got all these people in, uh, in front. So I, I, I guess maybe that will be uh, uh, at the beginning of next year. I think so. You know, yeah. Because uh, you know, things are taking so long now, and uh, yeah, es- man, especially with vinyl. Yeah, no, no, no. Everybody's queuing up. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, and 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 also, you know, you really need time to promote it nowadays, just because you know you need to make sure you sell enough copies. You know, just to cover you know the cost and you know like. Yeah. Now this has been cool, man. I I actually need to get off because my daughter will be home from school Mate, soon. Look, 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 honestly, but this is great. I've got plenty this is, here. Man. This is amazing. Like, thanks for having me. As I said, like I'm no a worries, big man. fan. I mean, this means a lot to me. All right, look after yourself, man. Thanks out to RU for taking part in Base Agenda. Got some great stuff in the pipeline. And as you've heard today, already some good stuff out there you can go and check out as well. Remember, his label is non-static automatic. You can also find him on Radioactive Man's uh, Asking for Trouble label. And no doubt he'll pop up uh, in other places in the not too distant future as well. Got a little bit of time before we get into Des Williams' guest mix. So gonna have a quick rummage through the old promo box. Gonna let this final track from REU play out called Who's In Control? Then we're gonna slip into something nice and heavy from Co Accused.
Filthiest, and you're listening to the number one underground bass agenda.
for you before we get into Des Williams uh, guest mix after Ariu with Who's In Control we had co-accused with Psychonaut Society then something new from Josh Dromina nice track called Artificial Intelligence check that EP out nice mix from Commuter on there as well then we got into some uh, Sonic Madness from the man Blixer Boy out of Dallas track called Hollow Is The Electronic Heart and then into this track coming soon on 2020 Vision part of a various artists final release this is plant 43 track called force field deactivation an hour of des williams spinning some good stuff for you now stay locked Des Williams and you're in tune to the true sound of the underground on Bass Agenda.
you're listening to Base Agenda.
Deep Space Radio.
Hello, this is Lego Welt. You're listening to Base Agenda.
Hi, this is Cisco from the Advent, and I listen to Bass Agenda.
Nice varied mix from Des Williams, as always. Never ceases to impress. As I said earlier in the show, he's got a fairly new uh, EP just come out on uh, Woodwork Recordings. Keep an eye on his Bandcamp page as well for uh, self-release stuff. Plus a great set will be streaming in the not-too-distant future on technoclub.net. And no doubt tons more coming up soon too. Thanks for listening. As always, you can grab the track list and download the full show at some point over the weekend by visiting uh, baseagenda.co.uk, checking out the iTunes feed, and of course on soundcloud.com slash baseagenda. Stay safe and have a great weekend. I'll be back next month with some great guests for you. Cheers. Let's go.